Hey, what's up, guys? It's Bulletproof Radio here. This is our seventh episode titled Execution. How are you doing, Seabass? I need a haircut. Yeah, you're pretty ugly. <laughs> I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. But you guys are probably wondering, execution, what do you what do you mean by this? Do you mean like chopping off the head? No, I don't I don't <laughs> think that's what it means. But execution basically just it's the final step because this is where you take action. Exactly. This is the final step. It's the final countdown. so today's episode is about execution and what i've learned a lot from it is that even in life and business execution is just everything i've learned that from my parents you know they they started a national fitness brand from one gym to over 100 locations wow yeah it's it's been a crazy journey for them and the most important thing that they told me was execution is everything Mm -hmm. in business and in life because the execution step in this is where everything that has been accumulated thus far, for example, for in our sense, your mindset, mm-hmm. your drive, your your creativeness and your plan, execution is just when you just take all those and just take it by the throat and just yeah, do you, it. You, you take know? action. You take yeah. action, you do it. You mm-hmm. know? That's it's as simple as that. You do it. Because at that point in the at that point in the in the steps, you feel bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like this plan is gonna work. Mm-hmm. But don't get us wrong, you know, you will face adversity. Always. Always. Yeah. Like And what wh- makes you what makes you the, the big person in this mm-hmm. is how you face adversity because yeah. you need to overcome it. Mm-hmm. You need to not let it take you by the throat, for example. But yeah, uh, adversity is no one's immune to it, you know, it's mm-hmm. inevitable. It's it's out of your control, but you know what's in your control? It's how you react to adversity. That's huge. It is. It, it is huge. And that ties into mindset. It does. It does tie into mindset. So Sebas, how do you how do you feel about execution? Execution, man, is probably it's it's the easiest step in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The easiest step, mindset. It takes a while to get your mind right. Drive. It takes a while to find your drive and your passion. Mm-hmm. Creating a plan. I mean, that also takes a while because you know you have to make an entire plan to what you want to do. But when it comes to execution, it's just everything's done. You just got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Like for example, we this podcast. We it took us what three four weeks to plan to mm-hmm. find the passion to do everything. And we've filmed all the episodes in, what, a week? Mm-hmm. It take, it's yeah. quick. It just happens. Yeah, now that we got the ball rolling, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's the easiest way to learn just by trial and error. Because, you know, we, we've messed up. A lot. And we've learned from it. We've mm-hmm. recovered from it. Failure is the best teacher. It, yeah, it is. It is. But, yeah, I want to touch on, uh, you know, learning by trial and error because, you know, a lot of fear and, like, self-doubt can come from that. Yeah, that's, it, it's the biggest of, it's, it's human to feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to feel fear. Yeah. But that's why you should watch the first episode of <laughs> Mentality Behind Success, and you should fix your mindset. <laughs> no, but yeah, feel, fear is derived from just the lack of experience and information, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fear is derived just from the lack of experience and mm-hmm. information. It's just, it's a, it's a big role in execution, and it's something you need to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not easy to overcome, but... It's just, it's very, it's, this is a very simple episode because <laughs> everything you've done thus far, I'll say it again, mm-hmm. it's going to make you do it. All right. It's that easy. Fear is going to come. Fear for us, for example, we'll give, a, we'll give them our example. People aren't going to watch it. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's fear. It's the unknown. It's the unknown. It's nothing that you can change, like you said earlier. Right. It's just how you react. It's how, you re- it's how we react. We're confident. We know that. If we, know, we don't really care how many views we get because we know that the people that do watch our stuff are learning mm-hmm. and we know that we're re uh what's the word man what's that thing when they pass the baton relaying right 
Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> We're like relaying off information to the viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And people are probably wondering, like, how do I stop fear from like taking over or something? Mm-hmm. And you'll find a lot of stuff over on the internet, just anywhere. It's just uh, sort of like a guide on, you know, it's like you and then like what to do, but they never explain how to do it. Mm-hmm. There's always a what, but it's never how. Yep. And I kind of liked how we made our four steps because that's kind of the how that for is us. The, yeah, that's that's a very good analogy. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm smarter than you. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> so that's kind of our how. And that will help kill fear because, you know, you're taking action. Mm-hmm. It's telling you how to do it so you could take action yeah. and gain the experience and information. Mm-hmm. But as you know, everything starts with an idea. Mm-hmm. And... It's sort of like a map. There, here, here, right here is your dreams and ideas, right? Uh-huh. The let's say it's a cloud. Okay. The cloud next to it, it's execution. Uh-huh. That's where the fear comes into play. You know, uh-huh. it's it's like, what if I don't succeed? What what if I? What if this doesn't work? Exactly. But gaining that information and experience that'll push you to the next cloud, mm-hmm. and I like to call it reality. It's it's something you take action on. Your execution. You know, yeah. let's say you want to join the football team. You need to take certain actions before you can actually do it because you yeah. can't go in with no gear or mm-hmm. something, you know, buy, you know, buying the helmet, buying the pads. That's that's the execution part. And you, you could do that because you've already killed the self-doubt of, oh, what if I don't make the team? What if I blah, yeah. blah, blah. You're confident about yourself. Exactly. I want to bring up a story really quick. No. Um, <laughs> well, guys, no, <laughs> uh, no a, a great story that I've, I've, I like is. Lonzo Ball's story. He's a huge person in the city. We all know yeah. him. He went number two. He went to the Lakers. He got traded to the Pelicans. I just gave a whole biography on Lonzo Ball in 30 seconds. Um, exactly. <laughs> and um, so I like his story because he went to our high school. He went to Chino Hills High School. Mm-hmm. And Lonzo, his father, drove them all to become the best basketball players they could be. But it wasn't only LeVar's dream, mm-hmm. for example. It yeah. was Lonzo's dream, too. It was Jello's dream. It was Melo's dream. They all had that dream, and they practiced every day to get better at it. So by the time, for example, Lonzo was a freshman, he went. Um, my old coach told me this story because he was coaching at the time. He said Lonzo came in while the team was still practicing, mm-hmm. hours before tryouts, just to be there, just so that they would know that kid's here. That kid's gonna do something. Mm. And I feel like just him getting there earlier not only showed him showed the coaches discipline, but it showed confidence on his part. And dedication. And dedication. It showed confidence. It said, yeah, I'm the first one here, and I'm going to make this team. Right. And Lonzo Ball, that's a known story already. I mean, <laughs> he came in as a freshman, and he just, he just killed everything. Yeah. He, he killed did. everyone. He was a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that story. Oh, yeah? Well, you like that story? Well, I'm going to give you another one. All right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So this story, I think you've probably read it in Think and Grow Rich. It was about the guy that stopped three feet away from gold. Oh, yeah. Why am I bringing this up right now? When if the guy failed? The guy did literally everything. It was it, The story is about a miner. He went into a mine, and he started mining and mining and mining. What was he looking for? He was looking for gold. Gold. Yeah. Oh, it was feet away from yeah. gold. Yeah. Uh, I think it was during the gold rush, right? Yeah. yeah. He was looking for gold. And, I mean, he put all that work in to keep going, to keep going, to keep going, to keep going. And we'll call that the execution on his part. Mm-hmm. But the story is three feet away from gold. Why is it entitled that? Because 
that miner stopped literally three feet away from gold. Mm-hmm. That miner, he was executing, but he got tired because he was he was scared. He was like, "What what if I don't find anything? Yeah, what if I'm digging anything. into nothing?" Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like that's an amazing story because we should all use this this miner as an example because he did everything to get to the gold. He just didn't execute enough. If that makes exactly. any sense, he didn't execute enough. He didn't he didn't have enough he was overtaken by fear he let adversity get to him yeah self-doubt he, he let yeah he let self-doubt get to him he was like man i've been mining for hours and i don't find gold i'm out i'm done mm-hmm. and on top of everything that's just to show he didn't have the passion to find it he didn't really want to find that gold mm-hmm. he was trying to find that gold probably to make a quick buck but the main thing of the story here is that he stopped three feet away from gold and that's because he didn't finish <clears throat> what he started right and i like in that story how I for, uh, I don't know who, but it was like some other guy came into his stake after he left, and uh-huh. he hired this um, what do you call it? Like an, an examiner or something, uh-huh. and they calculated like, oh, there there's gonna be gold like at this exact spot, uh-huh. and you know, um, it just shows like, once you leave, someone else will be happy to take your place. You're easily replaceable. You're easy, exactly. You're, you're easily, easily replaceable. Replaced. It's 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 hard to take, but you're <clears throat> easily replaceable. And no that matter guy struck where you riches, go. you know. Uh huh. Yeah. Just because you. He, he found an opportunity and he took it. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He he was like, hmm, maybe maybe there is something here. I mean, the guy started it. Why wouldn't he finish it? Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's just huge. I feel like execution is the biggest. It's not the biggest step. It's it's the most important step. You think? Yeah, we say that mindset. We say this about every single step, but it's just because <laughs> like, every step is important. It's huge. <laughs> but execution, man. Why wouldn't you execute? Exactly. Why to build all that up, it? to build all of it up. Why would you, for example, why would you study three, four hours in your in your test. house, and then the next morning you're just like, I'm not confident. I'm not going to take the test. Mm-hmm. How do you know you're not going to pass that test? How do you know those three or four hours didn't help you pass that test? Right. But you were you were you were you just became full of just I don't know. I'm gonna fail this test. Maybe I don't know enough. I'm gonna just wait till somebody can give me the answers. I'm gonna just wait for this. I'm just no. That's not the way to go about this. Mm-hmm. It all about the, everything we're teaching is how to become independent. You should not rely on anybody. You shouldn't. You shouldn't rely on anybody for anything mm-hmm. if you want to be successful. Like, again, back to the back to the studying. How are you gonna study for four to five? I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd be. I'd be so mad. I'd be angry if, if I studied for so freaking long, about a part of history that I don't care about just to get an A on the test. Why wouldn't I go? Right. Because you could do everything correct, and then once fear play, gets into play in your execution, it will be such a waste. Yeah. And let's say you do go take the test after you study, and you get a C on it. Not the grade you wanted, but you got a C. Yeah. Okay. Next test, I'll do better. Next test, I'll study six hours. Right. You you learn from it. You adapt to it. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, you just... Like I said earlier, failure is the best teacher. Right. Failure is an amazing teacher. I mean... We don't, we don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. We don't know if it's going to be good. We don't know if it's going to be bad. But we're so driven that we, we executed. And we're doing something in, with this already. Mm-hmm. And like later, maybe it'll fall off. People won't watch it, blah, blah, blah. But okay, what um, did we do wrong? Yeah. That's when you sit down and you analyze. What did I do wrong here? And how can I change it so that people can watch my stuff? Right. It's all about changing your mind. It's all about changing plan, changing everything. Everything you do... 
You're gonna have to change soon enough. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you, actually. No. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's how do you how do you kill your fear in your execution? That's a very good question. Yeah, I know. Um, that's why I said it. <laughs> okay, I don't want to come off as having a big ego. I don't want to come off as being overconfident. But man, I I I don't care. How do I how do I kill fear? Mm-hmm. I don't look at fear. I look at fear in the eyes and I say, fuck you. It's that easy. I swear to you. It's literally that easy. Like if, if, uh, what can we say? If, uh, what's that big wrestler's name? If the undertaker came at me, you know what I'd say? I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. Uh, wait, the big wrestler, Brock Lesnar. Oh no. Oh wait, I'll think of MMA. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you ruined the story anyways, but it's that simple, bro. I mean, once you get your mindset right, nothing will stop you. Nothing has stopped me thus far. I've started reading. I've started formulating my plan, this podcast. Mm-hmm. I've done all these steps. They think that we're just making up these steps, but these are the steps we took to get here. Exactly. And when we get to the execute part, this was the easiest part, mm-hmm. especially for me and you. This was the easiest part. Let's say, uh, that's a good question. I'll go back, for example, mm, eighth grade, right? Okay. I was a fat little kid. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was a fat little kid, and I had to try out for the junior high basketball team, right? Okay. And there, I'll admit, I was scared. I was like, man, what's, what's going to happen here, right? But I know that everything I've done thus far, because I, I used to practice basketball a lot. I used mm-hmm. to be really big on basketball. Um, the, I know that everything I did thus far was going to pay off. I know that everything I did beforehand, it wasn't going to you know, die in pain. Mm-hmm. I was going to – because once, uh, once I got on that court, I was just kind of like, this is easy. I've been practicing this for, for a while. These yeah. kids are nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like – I'm not telling them to get a big ego, but get a big ego, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Get a bulletproof mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Did you make the team? Yeah, and we won the championship. We actually beat Townsend. <laughs> we actually beat Townsend in the championship. <laughs> no way you did. Yeah, yeah, we won it. We beat That's him in. Uh, yeah, the year it was actually the year after Mellow Ball took Townsend. Mellow Ball and O. Wow! Imagine those two on a middle school team. Yeah. They the, that Townsend team beat our Canyon Hills team, and then we came back next year once they were gone, of course, and. Um, yeah, we beat them in the championship, and we beat them, I think, by, like, two or four points. It was a close game. It was funny. It was a fun game. And then I remember for that game, we won. My grandpa, God bless his soul, opens a water bottle, just starts spraying the Townsend guys. Just, yeah, we won. Yeah, Hispanics, man. man. Ecuadorians, you know. <laughs> Imagine going to Canyon. <laughs> Even Canyon's like, Oh god. Man. Well, that concludes our episode, guys. But before we end this off, I just want to talk about you know Black Lives Matter and uh-huh. all this controversial stuff going around the country. Yeah, man, it's huge. It's it's it's, it's huge. crazy. It's bad. It's getting it's getting like 1992 Rodney King. I think it's <laughs> it's worse. You think so? I think it's worse than Rodney King, and it's just it's not it's not pleasant to see. It's not pleasant to, to live in it. You know, right? Like to think that we we're like what 45 minutes away from Los Angeles to think that they're like putting cars on fires they're like oh they've been doing it in ontario and no way yeah you, you didn't hear about that no i didn't yeah. wow the, see it's just scary to think because like I, th- I, I feel like no one right now feels safe yeah but you know it's it's something that must be done i guess you could say it's something that must not must yeah must a change be done. it's a change it, it, i don't want to bring my political views in this but it's there just, needs to be a change right because right now this is all happening because we're not being looked as equal we're Latinos. Everyone in this room is a Latino. We're all Hispanics. Mm-hmm. And 
this is all because a African American got you know murdered yeah. murdered in in cold blood for nothing. Mm-hmm. Police brutality is huge in this country right now. It is, and we don't really want to expand on it because I mean we don't want to get too political in here. But all I want to say is let your voice be heard. Right. Stand up for what you believe in, especially us like us colored people. We need to stand up for this. We need to unite as one. Mm-hmm. And we need, we just need to, we need to make change happen. It's that simple. No matter what it takes. Yeah, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. I never thought you were so passionate about that. Yeah, bro, they call me Martin Luther King Jr. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps up our episode, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. As you know, this Thursday, we'll be having a very special guest. We have the big O, the Onyeka Okongu. <laughs> yeah, very talented basketball star. Huge. He, I love his interview. He's, yeah. a very, he's a very powerful young man. It I is. never yeah. really looked at him the way he explained himself to us right now. Mm-hmm. It was it was a fun episode because I feel like a lot of people aren't, haven't seen this side of O. Yeah, they haven't. It was a very fun episode. I enjoyed mm-hmm. you know filming that. Every minute of it, it was fun. Yeah, but it? please make sure to follow us on all social medias like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. You, you know, a whole bunch. Everything, man. Everything. <laughs> yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for watching this episode. We're getting closer and closer to the end. We hope you guys have really taken these steps and put them into your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're very interesting steps, and I feel like they can really help people out. Uh, if you really listen to us, you can benefit a lot. I next uh, next episode is our last episode and it's been a fun journey. Yeah. This, is, this has been an amazing journey and we thank all of you for watching this. Please subscribe to our channel, drop a like, and drop a comment on how we're doing. And buddy, you have an amazing night. <laughs> you have an amazing night too, buddy. All right, I'll see you.